0: Well, hello and welcome to the King's Church podcast. Uh, I'm Mike. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm one of the leaders here at King's Church. And joining me uh, on this podcast, a very special one, because I have joining with me two people, uh, Oleg and Joseph, uh, both from Ukraine, who we just so happen to be at the same church in uh, Brasov on the same weekend in Romania. And they are part of Christ Central, um, and have been part of Christ Central for years. And um, and we just managed to sit down and record with them some of Oleg's story. Uh, Joseph joining joining us because he's well, he's more than a translator. He's much more than that. Um, but he is the best in terms of translating. Um, and we didn't want to get caught with Oleg's English at any point. Um, and it was really crucial for me that you guys on the podcast heard some of Oleg's story and just how incredible it is and what God's doing with him, and with the and with the guys who, in in Ukraine. So it is a uh, a bit rushed. We are on a stage in in the auditorium in the church in Brashov. So if there's noise behind me, that's what you can hear. Um, but uh, we felt it was really important to get this. Uh, this recorded and and to bring it back to you guys on the podcast. Uh, so welcome Oleg, welcome Joseph. Hello. Hello. Yeah, thank you for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Um, so uh, just to start off with Oleg, can you start by just sharing what your life was like six months ago? What were you doing for work? Where did you live?
1: I'm the pastor
2: of the church from Kiev. Hmm. It's a city, nice a wonderful city, capital of Ukraine,
1: yeah.
2: my ministry was ministry to the young men, women, people. It's a new, it's
1: a new plant in Kyiv, in Kyiv. and it was
2: uh, planted uh, with refugees that moved from the east to Kiev. Mm. People, Most of them are talented people, charismatic young. charismatic, young.
1: At that present, present 50 moment, people.
2: it was 50 people. We had great plans youth uh, programs, concerts. We had in mind a lot of social work. In in a few uh, districts of Kiev city. It was a rather dynamic church. with was a very good worship team. And really, we had very big goals. Also, I am involved for quite a few years in humanitarian work or work with humanitarian aid.
1: It's not something new for me. Hmm. I've
2: been involved in this work for many years, so I, I'm quite experienced in areas of
1: humanitarian aid,
2: starting from the center of uh, crisis crisis
1: management, uh,
2: like a coping with. Uh, families that are struggling mm-hmm. kids in the, like uh, handicapped children
1: yeah.
0: and youth yeah i know you have a a boy yeah i yeah, son um, and so tell me what what what's happened since the war started for you what
2: what does <coughs> that mean since the war started
1: Для меня это второй такой момент в жизни, когда я переживаю активные боевые действия. Uh,
2: it it's actually a second uh, experience of or second life experience where I was facing uh, the obvious war in like in my life. Не
1: mm-hmm. просто анализируя как бы ситуацию.
2: And I was aware of the fact that the war will break out.
1: A few days before that, I
2: was encouraging people that they must be ready for this.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And I wasn't mistaken. Mm -hmm. That night I didn't sleep. I had a praying condition. I was in prayer all night. And uh, it's just right before the rockets first rockets hit Kiev. Через mm-hmm.
1: пять минут после аминь after i finished praying after
2: my amen in 5 minutes first rocket hit the Kiev. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Да, и конечно же я начал звонить людям.
2: I started to call people.
1: Вот, и мне нужно было некоторых людей вывести, особенно одна девушка, которая, ну, была после операции.
2: And uh, I was immediately, I started immediately to work with people who had to be immediately evacuated. Like one lady that was just after the surgery.
1: I I drove to the very very center of of Kiev.
2: And there were air, air, like uh, these destroyers or jets were hitting Kiev from the above, from the top. It was dangerous area, but I was blessed and safe. I took that lady out and uh, evacuated her.
1: I had a son
2: and other people I was able to evacuate that morning. First 24 hours were really tough. It was sleepless. And I immediately had to find a place where to start, from where where to locate and from where I would be able to carry on with my work. Um... Except my pastor's ministry uh, as I've said uh, my speciality is to provide humanitarian aid to the areas where is the war mm-hmm. so I had to look for a base where I can start working
1: there are specific prescriptions. For me. I had to establish
2: my work in those places where it's possible to build connections with uh, humanitarian channels. Yeah, this is why I am located now in one of the western cities of Ukraine. And also with me, uh, I have quite a big uh, team of young men, my ministers, my administrators. And we have established there the quite rather big humanitarian uh, center of the humanitarian aid, where we help people even on that location.
1: Mm -hmm. My work work is is to
2: communicate with uh, those suppliers of humanitarian aid, with local authorities, churches.
1: Humanitarian, uh,
2: humanitarian centers who are located in, we would call it, in the hot areas, like in yeah, the war zone areas. And also coordination of the logistics
1: yeah, we, must,
2: the we must know for sure that the humanitarian aid goes directly to the, its destination point and it reaches the... Specific point that was set for
1: it. And also, in spite of the situation
2: of the war, we have to keep it all legal as, and uh, as legal as possible in case of, you know, transporting everything in the correct Mm -hmm. way, not simply just...
0: just. Making sure the government knows about it.
2: Everything. It has to be clear.
0: Yeah. So in terms of, I mean, what you're doing now, a lot of, all of your time is about humanitarian care. Um, and I, I think it's really good to highlight what you've shared with me off the microphone over the weekend about, you know, we've sent money as a church in terms of um, to help. And as part of Christ Central, we've sent money across as a church, but but you were sharing specifically where that money is being used. So... Mm one of those areas is obviously the humanitarian giving out of food and mm-hmm. um and whatever else you can help people with um medication or or anything and, and it, actually you guys are here at the moment mm-hmm. in Romania um to buy you know humanitarian supplies mm-hmm. um so medication and shoes and t-shirts and things like that socks um, but the other Part of where that money is being spent is around apartments um, and housing refugees who have mm-hmm. nowhere else to go. So, could you just share a little bit about what I you
2: do there? Том, например, финансы, На день, At the present
0: moment,
2: we work in few in the following directions.
1: Uh, сказал, so, as
2: I mentioned, it's humanitarian aid.
1: Uh,
2: it's a big amount. Uh, Those are big
1: amounts. Uh,
2: during the last one and a half months, we were able to transport and deliver around 180 tons of humanitarian aid of all kinds of uh, material product, production.
1: It's about 80,
2: And uh, approximately, we were able to help about two, probably 80,000 people Mm. roughly uh, those funds that we receive as financial support help for for you for our work we also use for paying the rent of the storages that we hire yeah. for rent for stocking this humanitarian aid or, also, as a transaction point
1: uh, and
2: also for renting uh, premises uh, where we would distribute humanitarian aid like uh, we're establishing some centers of the distribution
1: of the Mm -hmm. humanitarian aid. Uh,
2: Also, we cover uh, the uh, traveling expenses for the petrol, for example, for the vehicles that deliver humanitarian aid to the front line, to Mm -hmm. those cities that are closer to the war zone. Uh, While we are talking now, uh, some of the team of our volunteers is just about to reach Kharkiv uh, on, wow. they're on the way delivering
1: uh, <laughs> their, uh,
2: and for today the we i've read in on news the prescription that everybody has to hide away mm. because of the air alarm. yeah another another direction that we're busy with it's a work with refugees uh, like a temporal place of stay yes uh, where they can have a shower have a place to sleep have a place to eat yeah.
1: Да, благодаря uh, вашей помощи, uh, во-первых, uh, христиане из uh, нашей сферы имеют возможность здесь жить. Thanks to your help между,
2: and, uh, finances, uh, many Christians mm-hmm. from our sphere of churches, family of churches, have place to stay, mm-hmm. have place to live in a safety zone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Это, ну, достаточно простое жилье. Мы it's эту программу называем «Три Плюс» на We момент. call
2: this program or project
1: three plus. Mm-hmm.
2: So we take a responsibility for, food, for the place of stay, uh, food, uh, clothing, and the basics that perso- any family would need.
1: Mm. And if people come, come for help, ask for help from us,
2: from we, they, they are certain that we will take care of them for at least three months. Wow.
1: Uh-huh. And we also uh, assure,
2: sure, are certain that if this situation with war will carry on, we'll also make this period pro- more prolonged in, in, in order to provide for them. We rent in those places where we are, we rent small apartments, uh, flats, one room, two rooms, Mm, да, и э, это также временное жилье, значит,
1: для людей, которые переезжают в Европу.
2: Uh, some of the apartments we use as a transaction places, where people who move to Europe they have a place to stay for day or two, just to prepare the documents and prepare for the traveling further on. Mm. Mm.
1: Да, это, ну, на самом деле, такого рода благотворительность yeah. это очень, ну, скажем, дорогое. Uh,
2: we must admit that such kind of charity such kind of charity is a rather expensive thing. Mm. Yeah. This is why I'm so grateful to your church and to this movement uh, for, such a, for
0: such a wonderful uh, help in this area. Well, I think it's certainly a blessing to know. I mean, you know, it's a blessing to hear it from you directly. Who, who are the ones spending it? Every day, having to do those things. Um, So it's a real blessing to know that. I'd like to know. I mean, um, really, just just to finish. How um, how can we pray for you? It it feels so helpless Uh, in the UK. but how, as a church, can we specifically lift you, both, like lift you? you, Joseph? How can we lift you both in prayer? How can how we? What can we pray for? And this is one for you to answer as well, Joseph. And I know. Translate. Thank
1: you. мне кажется, наверное, основное это вот эта внутренняя сила и мотивация, других людей.
2: For me, probably the the number one request would be my inner strength and ability to inspire others, motivate others to not lose the hope. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
1: and, it's, and it's, take an example,
2: example uh, our president, who didn't leave Kyiv, didn't uh, look for a place, safety, safe place. Today, uh, I believe there is an expectancy from Christian день, leaders to show uh, людей, motivation to young show, show hope.
1: I to bring guys. They will be look
2: they will look at us as an examples, and they will continue their work. They will get motivated and mm-hmm. uh, inspired.
1: Yes. In my
2: One of my helpers know. in my team in,
1: uh, where
2: He I was for two weeks under occupation yes. in Bucha. Yeah. In yes. Bucha. City mm. Там, убивали, where people издевались. were killed, raped, tortured to death, and miraculously семью. he's been saved with his wife, Его, pregnant uh, wife. Uh,
1: wow. His войну. father
2: was killed in the first phase of war in 2014.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: He has the freedom to go out of Ukraine, mm. but he stays with me
0: to help. Wow. It's very
2: and that's priceless.
0: Wow. And Joseph, for yourself, prayer, what would be the prayer? I mean, you're over in the west, west yeah. side of the country, actually about 40 kilometers from the Romanian border. Mm-hmm. And you'll be seeing different needs, different challenges, mm-hmm. um, but very challenging at the same time. How can we pray for you and your church? You
2: see, in my case, uh, I'm also involved in this humanitarian aid and help and uh, transporting humanitarian aid out there. Yes. But also, from the other hand, we as the church leaders here, we have our churches has been has grown, mm. and uh, we also have to uh, have to have wisdom and, as Alex said, inner strength and. Uh, ability to to use this situation for for reaching to, to the people, mm. for helping churches to, um, for example, my church, to help my church to grow and to be useful for mm. the kingdom purposes. Mm. Because many refugees come to Rahib looking for the shelter, looking for the place where it's more or less safe. But from the other hand, we also are able to serve them. Mm. And right now we plan another project uh, that... We want to send uh, three uh, families out of our church as missionaries to Kiev. Wow. And they will be feeding people out there wow. twice a week, hopefully. And they, they, they do that for the purpose of preaching gospel. Wow. To those people who don't have a food, they will be able to come to the train station. They will hear the gospel message of, of the gospel for 10 minutes. And then they will just uh, be fed prayed
0: for. So this is our request. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> those are some incredible prayer requests. And um, we believe prayer changes things. sure. And uh, God does the I miracles. Know, um, so I, I'd love to finish by praying for you both now. Um, but I guess first I would just like to share with the church. I, I've had a, quite a lot of time with you over the last 48 hours and it's been a real privilege and a real personal challenge as well to hear your stories. Um, and it's been a real blessing. Uh, so so thank you for just sharing a bit of that story with, 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 with our church. And, um, and so can I just pray for you both before we finish? Father, just thank you so much for Joseph. And Lord, thank you for the work that they're doing for your kingdom in such horrific and scary conditions lord i pray for your holy spirit to come and fill them with power lord i thank you for their hearts i thank you that they're so desperate uh, not to not to leave not to run away but lord to run towards the people that are hurting and broken and lord i just thank you for their hearts to do more to to help more, but to, to do it all by sharing your gospel. And Lord Jesus, we pray that in the Ukraine that we see revival. We see, Lord, that actually from this, from this season of real trauma and, and desperation and evil, um, Lord, um, that we would see many thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people come to know Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. And Lord, I thank you for the calling that you've put on the life of both Oleg and Joseph and their families, Lord. Uh, But we just pray um, that you would just empower them to be bolder, um, to have more courage for your kingdom, Lord Jesus. And they would know that their brothers and sisters in Christ are with them and praying for them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Just thank you again so much and um I really hope that one day we get to greet you in Darlington. And get to, yeah, get to hug you, get to get to welcome you and feed you and celebrate with you. Um, but um right now it's a hard moment in 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 this whole season. Yeah, and uh, we're we're with you uh, as brothers and sisters. Thank you you so much for joining me.